0: Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of the Articulate Fly, and we're back with another Texas Hill Country Fishing Report with Greg Wielander of Upstream on the Fly. How you doing, Greg?
1: Well, hi, Marvin. I'm I'm doing fantastic. It, it's a great time of year to be out on the water here in Texas.
0: Well, that's great. Yeah, I looked at your weather, and I mean, it's pretty warm.
1: It, it is. It is, and it has been, and, and it's going to continue at least for the next seven days. Um, you know, in doing these, uh, fishing reports, sometimes I feel like a weatherman, but, um, the weather is, is important to take into consideration when you're out, uh, especially this time of year chasing fish. So, um, you know, as, as we pass the halfway point in the month of December, November, let's not rush it in November.
0: Yeah. Don't cheat the e-commerce people. They'll be really unhappy with you if you tell them it's December 15th.
1: No, I know. We, we don't want to miss Black Friday. You know, it's, uh, my, my email inbox is already getting stuff in there about pre-Black Friday. You know, they're like wanting to start it early. So, uh. but anyway, back to fishing. You know, um, up until this past weekend, we've only, we've only had one kill front to speak of since our, our last podcast. And it was a, uh, a Pacific um, front, which is typically a dry front and not as severe in temperature change. So, so the temperatures have been mild. We've um, had several days, you know, in the 80s and, um, for, for highs, and, and the lower temperatures at night have been in the 60s. This uh, past weekend, though, um, Sunday specifically, we uh, had gotten a cold front here in Central Texas, and it knocked our, uh, our daytime highs back into the 60s, and uh, our evening lows have been bottoming out in the uh, low 40s. So um, that, that definitely starts to change water temperature. Um, however, the seven-day forecast coming up is uh, back in the 70s, um, and then uh, nighttime lows are are warming up into the 50s. Uh, but, but once again, we're I'm going to be talking about the lower Colorado River just east of Austin. That's um, I've been staying uh, busy guiding out there for the last couple of weeks, and I have not been on any other river. Um, just because of how well that river's fishing right now. You know, the conditions are are perfect on the lower Colorado. You know, this past week, um, the water temperatures, I was had my thermometer with me and started, um, you know, being aware of water temperatures. And the water temperatures in the morning have been running in the low 70s with the uh, afternoon water temperatures up, already jumped on up to like the mid-70s. And uh, that's, you know, because of the sun and also depend on the water depth. You know, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of shoals right now that are, are extremely shallow. So, um, water's warming up a little bit quicker and easier, Um, but we're, you know, mostly having sunny days, um, very few cloudy days, but you know, the farther we get, um, behind a little Northern, um, you know, the, the more typical, you know, humidity starts to build up and, um, You know, we start to see a little bit of morning clouds and, uh, even some foggy starts to the day, um, which could make it a little damp, but, um, that's only around for an hour or two in the morning, um, after we get through a front and we've got, you know, four or five days behind it, but, but no rain to speak of, you know, we haven't been having, um, rain. So, um, from the environment standpoint, that's not a good thing, but from a fishing standpoint, it's a real good thing. Um. Especially on the lower Colorado, so the uh, the flows coming out of Longhorn Dam have have been low, um, you know, making basically the rivers low and and clear. And you know, the, the water flows on the Colorado is still about one hundred and fifty cfs as, as an average goes. You know, this past Sunday when we did have a, a cold front, um, the uh, I saw the uh, the gauges spiked up to about two hundred and fifty, and that was more so because of the overnight lows uh, in the 40s and that was due to generation so it wasn't a constant flow it was only a, a spike and um, but you go back and look at the gauges and, and the flows back down you know below 200 um, and I've been fishing this section out of out of my raft which is a good thing because um, there's a lot of rock and a lot of shallow water you know so shallow where there's a couple uh, gravel bars that I've got to physically get out and just kind of get the raft through. Um, the clients will stay in the boat, but, um, you'll generally have some sweepers, you know, some trees where you're going to wash under, under the trees because there's not as much water in the river, not making it as wide, you know, it'll narrow down. Um, but the, uh, the algae bloom has died off, you know, because the water temperature are, are cooler. So, um, the river's, you know, looking like a lot of our hill country streams. You no know, matter of fact, I had a buddy uh, of mine text me last week. He had saw a few of my live stories, you know, that are on the Instagram feed. Um, and he said, are you fishing on the Guadalupe River? And uh, I texted him later that evening and said, no, that was below Colorado. And he was like, wow. So water's nice, clear and uh, kind of got a little bit of a green hue to it. Um, But um, the topwater bite has been mostly in the afternoon. You know, however, you know we still have fish that are. um, Most of the fish are still in the top third of the water column, so shallow running streamers have been on the menu over the last couple of weeks. With, uh, you know, one thing to notice um, is um, after a uh, you know a frontal system. So basically, this time of year or throughout the year, we always predominant winds are south southeast so when we do get a change in the wind direction out of the north the uh the fish will move a little bit lower in the column um so they're not you know quite as easy to get on you know on the top water or on some of your um you know i'm going to say one to two foot depth flies so they kind of they bump down a little bit deeper but then they'll be right back up you know in that top third um after a day or two as, as the temperatures start to warm. So that means, uh, be aware of the frontal systems. And if you're out on the water, um, the day after a front, you know, the heavier flies. And what I mean by that is, um, you know, dumbbell eyes, um, haven't really had to get the sink tips yet or anything. And we'll talk a little bit more about this in in the, in the tips and techniques section, um, of, of our talk today. But, um, I've also noticed that fly size has really been dictating the size of fish being caught right now. Um, That doesn't mean that you won't catch smaller fish. You know, some of of these guads are um, just like twice the length of a fly. So, I mean, um, you know, my my clients are still putting, you know, mostly Guadalupe bass in the boat. But but with a bigger fly selection, um, I will see a lot more largemouth bass start to be caught. But on a good day right now, that means you know roughly four largemouths total caught in a day. And uh, I go many days without a largemouth coming in the boat. Um, and um, the largemouth though that are caught, there could be a few big ones caught at this time of year. Um, I had a client last week catch a, a four pound largemouth, so that was a good thing. Um, but you know we're catching like thirty to forty. Guadalupe bass in a day and those are fish of all sizes um but I'm starting to see a lot bigger ones as you know as, as we start to uh get later into the year but uh most of my trips were not we're not seeing as many Guadalupe or not as many largemouth um it's, it's primarily Guadalupe bass you know last week I had three consecutive uh trips in a row and um you know, I got to thinking about it and started running numbers. And you know what? It, it's, you know, in three days, I saw over a hundred fish come to the net. And, um, out of those hundred fish, only five of them were largemouth bass, which, um, they all came on one day, actually. Oh, no, actually four on one day and one on the next day. Um, so it's, it's been great fishing for the state fish of Texas, which is the Guadalupe bass. And um, I've seen a few white bass show up, too, by my clients, which, which is, um, you know, this time of year, you know, on a river like the lower Colorado River, a white bass does what most white bass do as we get into white winter or early spring, and they'll, they'll start to move upstream. Now, I'm a long way from um, the low water shoal or, or the dam, rather. It's not the full dam, but the uh, the weir, okay? There's a weir upstream on the Colorado um, that the white bass will stack up on when you get in the month of December and definitely in January, February, but that's as far as they can go. They can't go all the way up to long or damn there in, uh, in Austin. So I'm witnessing, you know, the white bass starting to group up and, and, and go upstream because there'll be a bycatch for, uh, for my anglers. So, uh, Tips and techniques. How are these fish being caught on the lower Colorado? Um, so for streamers, it's all been about the shad. Um, you know, we're, we're, you know, due to the fish remaining higher in the water column, the last couple of weeks, we really have not been trying any crawfish patterns, um, for our subsurface patterns. Um, we're sticking with shad and, you know, any bait fish. So typically your big deceivers, um, your big clousers, and the clousers are, are um, dumbbell weighted. And those generally come out on the days where we're right after the front and we're having to get our fly down a little bit deeper. Um, you know, the bushwhacker, the micro game changers, um, the lunch monies have all all been producing it. It really has not gotten down to a specific pattern. It has gotten down to the color, which is white. And, uh, the size of the fly, um, you want to start seeing bigger fish. So, um, you know, like I said in my last fishing report, um, you can have chartreuse, you can have gray as your top colors on the fly, but, um, make sure there's white on the belly I and mean, it'll be good. And, uh, a lot of flash, you know, it seems like the heavily flashed flies are, are getting more attention right now than the, uh, than the sparsely flashed flies. Um, and my clients are, are all thrown seven and eight weights and that, you know, definitely allows for the bigger patterns to be thrown and the hook sizes are one off just down to size two. Um, and floating line is, is still the best fly line to go with. But, um, as we start to see a change in weather, that's when, um, you know, based on water temperature, as it starts to get down in the lower sixties, um, it'll be time to start to pull out some of the sinking lines, um, try to catch some fish but you know the top water um is still a, a valid option but uh more so in the afternoon you know the white double barrel poppers in a, in a medium size just like i talked about last time you know on a size two hook so any any top water that's bait fish driven is like a, you know one ought down to size four working you know deer hair sliders are are, are awesome you know i kind of like white bellies on those flies and uh maybe kind of a gray back but you know the color of the back doesn't matter a whole lot um, but I prefer white over any other color you know olive or, or yellow but um, stay with the white bellied deer sliders and um, as I mentioned you know earlier it's, it's in the afternoon so if you're out on the water on the day you definitely want a sunny day because um, that will warm your water up and uh, the topwater bite will be still be going on in the afternoon so there we have it, Marvin, the month of November's been a good one here in, in Texas, in the Texas whole country.
0: Yeah, well, there you go. And, you know, we've got a question, uh, from Aaron and it's about the San Marcos river. And he wondered why it fishes better in the winter. And I guess he wanted to know, is it because the water temperatures are constant? Cause my understanding is the San Marcos is spring fed. Is that kind of the, the secret sauce to the winter fishing or is it something else?
1: You know, um, Aaron, it's, it's good that you had a question. You know, the San Marcos is, is just like Marvin was saying is, is a spring-fed river, and um, the San Marcos does keep a constant water temperature since it is heavily spring-fed. So um, that is definitely one important reason why the San Marcos fish as well. You know, the second the second reason, and well, not a lot of people notice this, but there, there's a, uh, a tubing operation on the San Marcos. Um, which is, you know, kind of upstream of a lot of the water that I fish, and a um, tubing operation. I'll, I'll notice it because the water quality will start to kind of get milky, and it depends on you know how many people are out on the water tubing that day. And of course, I'm not seeing tubers where I'm fishing, but the water of course flows downstream, and uh, I have noticed milky water sometimes in the in the summertime, and. In the wintertime, you don't have any tubing going on. Um, You don't have a lot of water recreation going on other than folks like ourselves, you know, out there wanting to chase fish with the fly rod. Um, You know, water temperature is extremely important in the winter. And I'm going to give you an example. You know, there's power plant lakes in in Texas that are, um, you know, providing power to, to the, you know, the cities throughout Texas. Um, That lake bass drop is one of them down here in central Texas. You know, there's others um, farther south and there's others up north. But uh, during the wintertime, a lot of the uh, bass anglers will be spending their wintertime out on the power plant lakes. And the reason for that is the water's warm, okay? same You know, similar like the San Marcos, however, that's spring fed water. But um, warm water in the winter definitely helps. And uh, watch your frontal systems and try to hit that, you know, two or three or four days after that northern blew in, and the San Marcos will will be fishing very well. So there you have it, Aaron. I appreciate the question.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And You know, folks, we love questions on the Articulate Fly. You can email them to us or send them to us on our Facebook or Instagram page. If we use your question, I'll send you some Articulate Fly swag, and it's coming up soon. You'll get entered into a drawing for some cool stuff um, that Greg's going to pull together. And before I let you hop, Greg, why don't you let folks know where they can find you so they can book you and fish with you before things get too cold?
1: Okay, yeah. You can find me on my website, which is upstreamonthefly.com, and also over on social media on Instagram and Facebook under Upstream on the Fly.
0: Well, there you go. And folks, we won't talk to you again until after Thanksgiving. So everyone, please have a safe and happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, Greg.
1: Happy Thanksgiving to you, Marvin, and all the listeners. Thank you.